Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to hear works by Lou Kobe, Chris M. Schonberg, and Hal Dyson, We'll play a guessing game and let it pour. Last week I played Love is Just a Gamble, written by Lou Kobe. Louis John Kobe Jr. was born October 4, 1897 in Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah, I know that's over a month ago, but I didn't want to wait until next October to honor Lou with his own segment. He was the oldest of eight children born to Louis J. and Margaret Kobe. He studied piano with Harry S. Bach. Carl Roeder and Jacques Friedberger, and worked as a pianist for radio and recording orchestras, and also made piano rolls for the Rhythmotic Company. As an aside, in 2004, ragtime pianist Tom Breyer composed a tune titled Rhythmotic, and there's a YouTube video of him playing it at the 2012 Sutter Creek Ragtime Festival. And, of course, we want to extend our best wishes to Tom, his family, and all his friends. In 1927, Lou Kobe was leading Lou Kobe and his Babcock Lake Orchestra and was heard regularly over radio station WGY in Schenectady, New York, which had gone on the air at 7.47 p.m. on February 20, 1922. He enlisted in the Army on August 15, 1942, served as a musician, and was released on March 18th of the following year. Lou Kobe died November 9, 1973. In addition to Love is Just a Gamble, which we played last week, his other compositions include 1931's I Can't Keep You Out of My Dreams, not to be confused with the 1926 I Can't Keep You Out of My Dreams by Irving Kale, Sammy Fain, and Sid Wolf, Out of a Million, Silhouettes, and These. Dance to the rumble. 
summer sky's paradise on a night made for love. Seems a complete mystery 
Leroy Buck with Frankie Trumbauer and his orchestra singing about Cinderella's Wedding Day on August 17, 1932. Tom Ford wrote the words and Tram wrote the arrangement, issued on Columbia 2897-D. Before that, it was Fred McDougall and his orchestra masquerading on the label of Perfect 15377 as Lloyd Dayton and his orchestra. 
with How a Little Girl Like You Could Love Me. The vocalist on that October 14, 1930 recording was Dick Dixon, Reed Man in the band. Ed Kirkaby wrote the lyrics and recorded How a Little Girl Like You Can Love Me himself on September 4th as Wally Edwards in his orchestra, with the vocal refrain by Wally Edwards. That is, Ed Kirkaby. We started off our tribute to Lou Kobe with the California Ramblers and On a Night Made for Love. Columbia 2456-D was recorded March 30, 1931. Ed Kirkaby shared composer credit with Lou Kobe on that one, and again, Ed Kirkaby himself recorded On a Night Made for Love about a month earlier. I'm Glenn Robison, and you are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. On last week's show, I also played Love is Just a Flower, written by Chris M. Schoenberg. Like Lou Kobe, I figured he deserved his own segment. He was born July 25, 1890 in Steinkjör, Norway, a town located at the northeastern end of the innermost part of the Trondheimsfjorden, at the mouth of the river Steinkjörelva. How's my pronunciation, Leif? He came to the U.S. as an infant and grew up in Ashland, Wisconsin. In 1907, he moved to Chicago, where in 1911, he was Nora Bay's accompanist on the Orpheum Vaudeville circuit. In 1914, he went to Los Angeles, played at the Vernon Country Club, and opened the Ambassador Hotel's Coconut Grove nightclub in 1921. He was a 40-year member of Local 47 of the American Federation of Musicians and joined ASCAP in 1924. Chris M. Schoenberg died of a heart attack in Culver City, California on June 16, 1957. In addition to Love is Just a Flower, which we played last week, his other compositions include Just Snap Your Fingers at Care, Go Your Way and I'll Go Mine, Darling, and These. Let me cruise a little 
eyes that shine as a welcome sign, and it's home, my little home, not a cold, princely throne, but a warm log and stone, just the corner bare, but the love is there in my home, my little home. a nice record, and I love the bell chords and other little embellishments in the arrangement. My Little Home, performed there by Earl Burtnett and his Los Angeles Biltmore Hotel Orchestra, recorded in Los Angeles by Columbia on March 30, 1928. The vocalist was Paul Gibbons, who was a member of the Biltmore Trio, and played vibraphone, clarinet, and ukulele in the band. His name has been mentioned on the show just three times in the 18-plus years we've been on the air, so I'm happy that Tommy Christian and his orchestra are making their triple-R debut with Proud. Leonard Stevens and Paul R. Helmick share songwriter credit with Chris Schoenberg on that one, which has the alternate title, Proud of a Baby Like You. That's another Columbia recording from January 21, 1927, but was issued on their budget Harmony label, and as you heard, Harmony was still recording acoustically, even though electrical recording was well established by that time. And we started off our tribute to Chris M. Schonberg with Croon a Little Lullaby, composed with Clyde Baker. Singing the Harry David Kerr lyrics was the vocal duo of tenor Louis James and baritone Elliot Shaw. The International Novelty Orchestra was directed by Nat Shilkert on August 13, 1925. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. 
Last week, I played Hop, Skip, and Jump by Hal Dyson. Harold Gordon Robert Dyson was born October 5, 1884, in Launceston, the largest city in Tasmania, Australia. He worked as a surveyor for the town before joining Alfred Dampier's theater company in 1903. From there, he worked as music director for several theatrical companies and orchestras before leaving Australia in 1913 for South Africa and London. On August 20, 1913, he arrived in the U.S. at the urging of his brother James, also a musician, who was working with the comedy team of Weber and Fields at New York's Broadway Theater. Hal worked as a songwriter for New York publisher Kalmar and Puck and the Schubert Organization, soon establishing himself as a theater music director and independent songwriter. Around 1918, he married Violet, 15 years his junior, and in the 1925 New York Census, she is listed as an actress. On September 13, 1927, Hal submitted a petition and became a naturalized American citizen. Hal Dyson died January 19, 1968, in New York, and Violet died a couple of months later. Besides Hop, Skip, and Jump, his compositions include Honolulu Honey, On the Dreamy Moana Shore, and these... them all shuffling their feet. On his organ he'll play while they sing and they sway to the popular tunes of the day. When he's at a party, you will hear everyone say, he sure can play a harmonica. Oh boy, what blues burns up your shoes. He sure can play a harmonica. But between you and me, and from all that I've heard, he sure can play a harmonica. It's the second best thing that he Yeah. 
Rudy Widoff's Californians with Rose of Bombay, which was called Bombay at the time Hal Dyson and Sam Ward wrote that tune, but of course was returned to its original name of Mumbai in 1995. That was from Edison Diamond Disc 8495, recorded June 16, 1922, and it was also dubbed onto an Edison Blue Amberol cylinder. Before Rose of Bombay, we heard The Ambassadors with Let It Rain, written with James Kendis. This Let It Rain is from the show Sky High, a three-act musical set in London. It opened at the Schubert Theater on March 2, 1925, and by the time it closed on September 5th, it had racked up 217 performances in three different theaters. I say this Let It Rain because it's not to be confused with Let It Rain, Let It Pour, I'll Be in Virginia in the Morning, written around the same time by Walter Donaldson. And you'll get to hear that in the next segment. There were lots of bands called The Ambassadors, and I'm not quite sure who directed this one. We started off with Vernon Dahlhart singing He Sure Can Play a Harmonica, excuse me, Harmonicky, even though the label of Victor 19667 and most other sources say He Sure Can Play the Harmonicky, the Harmonica. Hal Dyson wrote the music and James Kendis the words, which point out that playing the harmonica is the second best thing that he does. What? Oh, get your mind out of the gutter. That was recorded in New York on March 4, 1925, and Dahlhart is accompanied by an interesting instrumental trio, Carson Robison on guitar, which isn't unusual, but May Singy Breen on ukulele, and Lou Raderman on violin. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. I mentioned in the last segment that Hal Dyson's Let It Rain was not to be confused with Let It Rain, Let It Pour, I'll Be in Virginia in the Morning, which was written by Lou Donaldson. There's a wonderful version of that song by Cliff Ukulele Ike Edwards, which I just couldn't pass up playing. So here it is to start off a set not about Let It Rain, but Let It Pour. Morning. 
love the ham and the chicken and the eggs and the chicken and the corn and the chicken and the pie. Oh boy, I'm gonna yell when I hear that breakfast bell. Of course, I love the sweet potatoes and I like hot tomatoes, but the thing that tickles my eye is the ham and the chicken and the eggs and the chicken and the corn and the chicken and the pie. Just picture me when I get off of that train. In my dear old mammy's arms again, I love her, yes, I'll hug her, Casey Jones. He's my friend, he'll wake me up at my journey's end. I'll be in Virginia in the morning.
my heart into a song And when you hear it, please remember from the start You won't be hearing just the words and tune of a song You will be listening to my heart I put my heart into a song And I'm afraid the words I chose are not so smart I couldn't think of clever things to say in my song I had to say it with my heart If it's never played on the hit parade It will still contain a heart that is beating true If it's not a hit, I won't mind a bit Long as it conveys the love that I bear for you Here is my heart wrapped in a song And if you take it, please don't tear my song apart For if you do, you won't be just destroying a song You will be tearing up my heart Here in the U.S., Jimmy Dorsey, Jan Garber, Guy Lombardo, Artie Shaw, and others recorded I Poured My Heart Into a Song, but we just heard Carol Gibbons and his Savoy Hotel Orpheans with Ann Lenner crooning on their August 22, 1939 Columbia recording made in London. Several other British bands also recorded that Irving Berlin song, including Jack Hilton, Joe Loss, Victor Sylvester, and Jay Wilbur. Before Ann Lenner, Victor record number 23257 was issued as by Buster and Jack and contained the tunes Guitar Duet Blues and Slow Guitar Blues. Buster and Jack were guitarists Buster Elmore and Jack Cawley. Those very same matrices, 64703 and 64704, recorded in Memphis, Tennessee on November 24, 1930, were issued on Victor 23540 as by Jack Colley's Oklahoma Ridge Runners. And Guitar Duet Blues was titled as Crosstie Blues, and Slow Guitar Blues was titled Pouring Down Blues. Now, speaking of Buster Elmore, my mother-in-law's unmarried name is Elmore, and there's a Buster Elmore in the family, but unfortunately, apparently not that Buster Elmore. Cliff Edwards isn't everyone's cup of tea, but you can't really argue with that upbeat, bouncing, happy rendition of Let It Rain, Let It Pour, I'll Be in Virginia in the Morning, which started off that set. And it's one of the finest examples of the scat vocal effect Edwards himself called Effin. Walter Donaldson wrote the tune, and another Cliff, Cliff Friend, wrote the words. Path A Actuel 025129 was recorded in New York around March of 1925. Thank you. 
This is KISL-FM 88.7 Avalon, and you're listening to Glenn Robison's Rapidly Rotating Records, toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. I found a wonderful website the other day called the American Vaudeville Museum Archive, part of the University of Arizona Library's Special Collections. There's all manner of rare and unique materials in the various collections, and I'd encourage you to check them out at arizona.edu. While browsing, I came across the sheet music for a song titled You Can't Guess What He Wrote on My Slate, with the words and music by Audrey Kingsbury. It was published around 1907 by the Bendix Music Publishing Company, known as the House of Surprises, and the cover has a photograph of what appears to be a young lady, with the caption as sung successfully by Julian Elting. Julian Elting was American actor and female impersonator William Julian Dalton. Unfortunately, I don't believe there are any recordings of You Can't Guess What He Wrote on My Slate, but we are going to have a musical guessing game beginning with Shep Fields and his rippling rhythm. Sometimes I wonder what's in store for me Your love could open heaven's door to me But you don't care a straw for me That's life, I guess My days and nights all start and halt with you My sugar kisses taste like salt to you But why should I find fault with you? That's life, I guess the world was bright when you loved me, sweet was the touch of your lips. The world went dark when you left me, and then there came a totally cliff. Nobody knows how cruel fate can be, how close together love and hate can be. Goodbye, just clean the slate for me, that's life I guess.
sweetest little someone Guess who? And I'm saving lots of kisses And I bought a little ring And I'm changing Miss to Mrs. In the early spring In a cozy love nest for two With the one I love best I'll coo I'll be singing maybe Rock a my baby With my little someone Guess who? If you were wondering what that sound was at the beginning of the program, now you know. We started off our little musical guessing game with Shep Fields and his Rippling Rhythm Orchestra with That's Life, I Guess. The vocalist on that January 18, 1937 Bluebird 78 was Bobby Goday. That's Life, I Guess was written by Sam M. Lewis and Peter DeRose. Bobby Goday was followed by Maxwell Covert with Jan Garber and his orchestra and Guess Who? Columbia 1740-D was recorded on February 2, 1929, and Guess Who was written by Sammy Watkins and Maury Davidson. Oh, and by the way, although the title of that song I referred to in the intro, You Can't Guess What He Wrote on My Slate, might sound like it could be a little risque. In fact, what he wrote on the slate was I Love You. I'm Glenn Robison, and I love you for spending this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶